actually, can you do these basic things? That's the question that we're just going to ask you. Oh, can you do basic life? Are you a basic human? Because we just take the basic human version, but you have to do certain things to be considered a basic human. That's what we should and talk about today, Jared. You're in the studio. Gotta <laughs> wait for that the, the, the internet to season, you know? Yeah. And that's going to be a good one. I had a, I had a good intro where I told him what we should talk about. And then I turned it over to you and you were both frozen and it hurt my feelings. Yeah. And it, it happens. So we'll just go right in there. Welcome back, everyone. We are happy to have you. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying the content that we've been putting out. Probably not, uh, which is why you keep coming back so that you just one day hope that things actually get better and we do a better job. And then we continue to disappoint. So right there with you. Uh, while you're at it, though, uh, check out onesready.com. Get yourself some shirts and flags. And then uh, while you're there, you can also pick up some prep gear for from Attack Elite uh, because they've got fins and ropes and masks and watches and uh, Alice Rucks and all that kind of stuff. Everything that you would need to prep for any kind of pipeline not just the aspect war pipeline and then the great part about it is if you go to onesready.com you don't have to put in a promo code i bet you guys didn't know that did you hmm. there's hmm. so much it. i don't know that you know just for the record we should have used the intro that got frozen on my <laughs> internet because it has been the, the strong start peaches this is a good one i'm here mm. for this oh we will oh I, you know me dude <laughs> A lot of the stuff I just keep in there, just you the normal me. rambling. The problem is that I didn't know when you, because you were frozen, I didn't know if you were going to stop or not. And I'm like, I don't know if he's talking. I'm guessing he's talking. Hilarious. I love Aaron's when it like, does. Are you all psyched to be here? And Jared's like, I know we suck. The, yeah, the, yeah exactly. Right away. Like I was, we're so excited. We had a good pre, you know, a good pre talk, you know, it's early in the morning, obviously. So we're all waking up and kind of getting into grooves and stuff. And then Jared hits us with a down, like, Oh, hope you like our content. You probably just hate watches hoping that we figure it out. But n here we are. <laughs> like, here we are, man. Jesus yeah. H. Christ, my guy. That's a, a wild way to start. But you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for the moxie. Yeah, well, you have to be. But let's talk about uh, some of the things that we would want recruits to do uh, or at least know how to do before coming in because there has been, I don't know if it's, I'll just say a trend, right? It's not mm -hmm. some kind of pandemic or anything like that but it is uh is definitely a trend item <laughs> items <Okay>. plural <laughs> right sure <laughs> i'm okay. trying to get us canceled right off the bat okay yeah, i mean we're okay. only two minutes in so um but it, there are some trend items that recruitment and, and folks not just recruitment but folks have seen from recruiters to to you know bmt instructors to actually folks in in tech school and once we get them to like nellis that's that's actually where i got a lot of this data from was meeting with some of the folks on on nellis to talk about what are the things that they are wanting uh, wanting people to know but also like what they're seeing and what they're actually having to train people these are these are operational units having to train people how to do this where I, i'm not saying that that we didn't have to, there were definitely people that I went to basic training with that didn't know how to do these things. But if we can arm you and, and give you a heads up of things that we are seeing uh, at the operational units to help you out, uh, that's what we want to do. Right. So first of all, hard agree. Um, you know, the uh, Trent, are you going to be the old guy on this episode or am I going to be the old guy? No, I hate, I hate kids today. So do you hate kids today? Okay. Tight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to tee you up then. 
here's one thing that has really grinded my gears about the new generation, right? And it's this weird thing that's happened. And it's because of internet communication, right? And it, it's going to fit into this big ball because it's going to be one of those things like news, newsflash or spoiler alert. Com communication is going to be one of these things like we need to fix the way that we communicate a little bit. It's like our baseline human before we get in <laughs> to the Air Force, right? People come up to me now. One of the things that grinds my gears about these damn kids is they will just like even a DM or whatever, they'll just start off like the mid sentence talking. So anyway, dude, I was thinking about going to the Air National Guard and I didn't know who to contact, so I figured I'd hit you up. Man, back in my day, it was like, hey man, what's up? My name's Aaron. I found your information on Google. I had a question. What is it okay if I ask you? Like usually there's an introduction, but people do it in real life and stuff now. They just come up and like interrupt you when you're like talking to them. Like, who raised you? I literally said that to a grown man at the gym the other day. He came up and I just started talking to me. I was like, hey, where'd you grow up? He was like, oh, like uh, Washington or something. He's like, grew up right here. I'm like, oh, tight today and not teach manners in fucking Washington. Like <laughs> I was having no. a conversation with this guy and you just started talking like what? <laughs> what? What are we doing? But the, the kids, you can see the internet has stopped. The, it's like the way that they communicate. Cause it is, it's just, you know, somebody's bubble is green and you know that they're like on teams. I don't introduce myself to Jared. Every time I'm on teams, I'm like, Oh, hello, chief master Sergeant Petrus. I am Aaron love. Remember me from this morning when we texted and had a group chat conversation. Like that's, that's the other, I don't need it to be that formal, but um, that is one of these things. Like, the kids just a hundred percent like the DM of, of people just like, Hey, can you give me this answer? We're like we have, we've said this answer 2 million times. Did you even Google? Did you even search our page before you asked the question in the DM? Trent, what, what else grinds your gears about well, these kids? In that same vein, I think if we, if we don't make first impressions great again, then we're, we're, con we're going to continue to see this, like uh, the, gap between the previous generation and the old generation right like this is this is always something that's happened um and so that's why it was like uh you know our parents at least my parents were like and, and everybody i knew that was an adult always said that like first impressions are lasting impressions mm -hmm. and i think we just haven't made that transition to the digital first impression you know way of doing things correctly yet and so the, these these folks are used to interacting like with all their friends and they're raised by the internet which i'm gonna trademark that raised by the internet um and, and and that's just how they communicate. But no one on there is being like, hey, like your first impression uh, digitally is still your first impression. If you come to us and you're like, hey, like, give me this answer right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, bro, like, hey, I think you're lazy. And also I might think you're stupid and you're right. Weird. And 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 like and we're professional, you know, like you're coming to us with professional questions about our profession that we spent 20 plus years, you know, figuring all this stuff out. And now we're trying to share this. And your your first go is like, hey, man. I have this question. Answer it. And it's like, bro, no, I, I'm going to continue bitching because I just had one of these interactions. Peaches, I'm sorry for hijacking your entire episode, but kid emailed me and it was like, he hits me up on uh, shadow spear. Like I'm, I'm still active over on shadow spear and he hits me up. He starts asking these questions in the open forum. I said, Hey, I'll be happy to answer questions. Dude goes on and on and on. And I forgot about how in depth, like this kid, you know, high school senior wants to go J ROTC or a ROTC program, you know, wants to get in and, and do either PJ or Crow or Stowe or something like hasn't, hasn't made up his mind, but his numbers are there. He gets into this in-depth discussion about like the pre-accession BMT program. He's like, well, it doesn't really have like a whole lot of progression. Like how, how would I add weight or add repetitions or whatever? And I was like, listen, bro, 
this is meant for dudes to train for like one year and get in. You're not going to be, be really good at this program. Like it's not meant to progress you. It's not an end state program. You're, you should be in depth for like a year. Like if you're talking about like advancing this program, be like, Oh, I've completed the entire program. I am very fit. Now I'm going to add 10 pounds to everything and do the program over. Then you're spending too much time in depth. You're just really good at working out. I don't need you to be good at working out. I need you to be good in the pipeline and at assessment selection. That and then like Trent, you were echoing in my head as I was reading this email. And the only thing I could hear was you in the back of my head going, what if you failed? Look at all the time you just wasted. Look at all the time you just wasted. Look at the metabolic adaptations of uphill rucking versus downward backhill rucking on the sand when just to fail out of ANS. It's like these people spending all of these time in the water. They're like, oh, yeah, I got really good at ditching down. I could do it in eight seconds. And be like, well, you didn't get selected, so you never made it to pre-dive, so none of that mattered. Like, was that worth your time? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, sorry, that was that was my gripe. It's like, you know, the over-prepared, over, like, you know, whatever. A part of, like, I want to help them out, but then there's a part of me, I'm like, dude, you just got to go put your balls on the table and see if you get it or not. Like, there's a certain magic in the mixing, and I can't, if I, if we could figure it out, I'd be a billionaire because I'd sell it to Rand and I'd sell it to everybody. Be like, here's the process, figure out selection. We got it. But that's why we have a podcast, is because we haven't figured it out yet. So we got to get you the information to help you try to be successful. Anyway. It's funny is that you, you mentioned that we have a podcast and that we've, you know, all the three of us have gone through the pipeline and we've lived this and that kind of stuff. And even we change our, or at least I do anyway, I, I have changed my mentality. Some like it ebbs and flows on certain things. And then it's, it's kind of when you, you start like, for example, there was a time where we were telling, we were setting everything up for, for folks in the pipeline. I mean, they had, uh, deprivation tanks. They had temper. Everybody had temperpedics. Every the the rooms were all set to sixty five degrees because that's the op optimal temperature for sleeping. Um, it was like unlimited food. There was a whole bunch. And I, and Trent, I know that you since you lived it, you know all the stuff they had. But that because I think you were instructing during that time, like in particular. Yep. And we were we were putting these folks up on a pedestal. And tell them that they were, you know, uh, I think tactical athletes or they were basically NFL players except for, you know, the profession of arms and that kind of stuff. And and then what we started seeing on the back end was because we were setting them up for success and making sure that all the all the variables or all the normal variables are a, a constant that when things got when they didn't get the perfect food they didn't get great sleep they didn't get x y and z that they would start to, to falter so we had to course course correct that and that's that's why this this whole pipeline is a, a living breathing thing i'm sure there are things and we boy we've gotten a lot of comments and dms about the fixing ans episode have um, we oh Cry yeah oh, yeah babies yeah there's been a yeah. few no 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 <laughs> welcome there been good, a few there's been a lot of good ones yeah yeah good and bad yeah. um and that's, you know, that's how it's going to be. And, and like I said, this is a living, breathing thing. And we adjust and it, we adapt, not just for what we're noticing from an end product, but also from what the requirements are, what is required of Air Force Special Warfare. Espo spent 20 minutes telling me how excited he is to come on and talk about all the things you guys said on a &S because then he feels like it'll tee up the command team. 
So he's like, man, I just think it's my job. You know, I can carry the heavy, heavy lifting and do, you know, carry the water. He was using every military cliche too, like every military axiom <laughs> while we were talking, which made me laugh. He ripped off like nine in a row at one point. Optimize. He was like, listen, Challenges. if I got to lead from the front, you know, I'm eating last, baby. Who's going to carry the boats? Because unless I burn them, you know it, baby. <laughs> we got to rise and grind. We got to we got to really get after it and look around some corners or else, you know, we're going to find ourselves behind it. It might behoove us to pay attention. Ooh. The hoove. Who? Mm. I was like, God dang, I suppose. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what we're doing, but I'm motivated about it. Yeah. Nah, well, well, Jared, you're you're talking about you know how we uh, we we coddled the students a little bit, or or we weren't setting them up for success by by helping them too much, or 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 not setting realistic expectations. Do you think there's there's parents out there and society in general that's doing that to the folks that are trying to join our pipeline now? And and yeah, we... what are what are the candidates missing when they get here because of that? Oh, man. Just bra just bravo. Twelve forty mark the time. <laughs> well everybody, played. flag it. Throw a flag yeah. out. Trends. We we call that one a segue Miller in the game. Thank you for that. That's a great question, Trent. Great I appreciate question. you asking that. Douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There are one hundred percent things that parents could be doing better. Um, uh, as a parent, uh, there are lots of things that I could be doing better. Um, but one of them is, I would say, actually allowing your kid to fail and teaching them think simple things like what we're seeing right now is and this is going to be ridiculous because I, I know people are going to be like are you, are you kidding me right now but there are grown adults right now that are in the air force that don't know how to do their own laundry i and i i don't i i mean anywhere from hey i'm gonna go to a laundromat to put some quarters in to to do that kind of stuff or just doing it from their dorm rooms. They don't know how to do laundry because they've never been allowed to because mom, dad have taken care of everything, done everything for them. They don't know you got to separate colors. They don't know that, oh, this is how you shrink something or, you know, don't do that because you're going to wash it incorrectly. It sounds crazy. It, it really does sound crazy, but there are people that don't know how to do laundry. There's people that don't have driver's license. Well, and we, we've, we have moved everything back, right? Like, so back, it, you know, it's the old, the old jokes, like, you know, it's been a joke for how long, you know, in comedy or whatever. So you, you would have a scene that was set in like the 1700s and there'd be some 15 year old maybe like, oh, what's wrong? And it'd be like, oh, I'm having a midlife crisis. Right. So our, we're obviously living way, way longer, but it's still even humanity, the, the life expectancy rates, they haven't really fluctuated a shit ton. Right. Like. We, we live a little bit longer, 10, 15 years, maybe longer now um, than we have in the last you know century, right? Like we've added on a good decade, but you still went out at like 18 and went and did stuff. Like people still left the house at 18 and like, hey, you're a man now. Like we always made the joke in our family, like, hey, you know what your 18th birthday present is, is luggage, uh, you know, because you're leaving the house. Like it's time to go figure out what you're supposed to, especially dudes, like, uh, you know, guy and you know gender roles for men and female like men are supposed to go find their own i know they're there's only two of them and they're Easy. separate complete and di distinct uh and valid each of them it's crazy um no but like the the men are are supposed to go out and start their own family you go you find your wife you find your your plot of land you find your place in the world and you you go do right like that's what you're supposed to do we have moved that window way far back like that's not an 18 year old thing anymore like now people are living at home until 25 like i have an 18 year old daughter 
it never crossed my mind once to be like, all right, you know, time to go out and find an apartment in this economy and figure it out as a college freshman and whatever. That might have been acceptable for me. And it, as a matter of fact, that's what happened with me. But that was, man, what, 20 years ago? <laughs> so 25 years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, right. So like things are completely different now. So we've pushed that window where people need to be responsible. And when you start seeing memes about people having anxiety about making their own doctor's appointment as as 25 year olds, because they've been on their parents insurance and never made a doctor's appointment till they're 25. That's frightening. However, that is the truth. And like you can see you can you can make a whole bunch of, um, you know, parallels to that those time periods sort of like, okay, time to be an adult. Yeah, that's that's a long that's a that's a long way right from where it was. I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but that's that's definitely how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean things things have changed, but I, I think that person that has that anxiety about you know setting their own doctor's appointment at twenty five years old they they're not comfortable doing things that they haven't done before. And for me, that's more about setting the doctor's less about setting the doctor's appointment, more about like no one has ever made them do anything on their own for the first time. Like right. that, that's what it is and it's like yeah, i would tell that 25 year old like just you do it once it's just gonna get easier yeah um but like and another thing that they haven't figured out yet is like life is just chaos like you you see like these like 40 50 year olds <laughs> out there and you're like oh they have it all figured out it's like no nobody no, no, we are no, all we just like you know <laughs> it's chaos moving in directions not knowing what's happening at all times <laughs> it seems it's very frustrating for me too when when somebody's like uh you know i need to set up a doctor's appointment and you're like okay well call them they're like oh, man i've got anxiety about hopping on the phone you're like dude <laughs> you're hopping like you have no problem talking to me face to face right now you right. have no problem hopping on a on text or something like that and talking to people but just to have a face-to-face -face interaction with a stranger over a phone that they they have no idea what you look like or who you are or whatever like that's that's not really something to have anxiety about yeah, I mean, and there's things you can do to meditate, like just like everything else in life, right? Like, like just figure out what you're gonna say when they're like, "This is the doctor's office." Be like, "Hi, my name is." Like, write yourself out a little script or whatever you got to do, right? This is me. Uh, yeah. This is what I need, and can you help me with hey, that? Hey, you. How, how about me. this? Like, I, I've actually no, I have no kidding had that. You know, where you you call somebody and you're like, "Man, I don't really know how this works," and you just tell them, "Yeah, like, hey, I'm so and so. Listen, I, I'm gonna tell you a quick story real quick." Cause I don't know what I'm doing full up. I don't know what I'm doing, but here's the situation. I don't know who to talk to about this and figure out which, which department to go to. Like that's my entire personality is just being like, I don't know. I don't know, man. So that was my me? fourth time in Thailand and now I can't balance on one leg. So is this a you department or is this maybe a specialist? Yeah, exactly. Can I just, I would love to be on the other end of a phone call where it's just like, Hey, what's up? My name is Peaches. Uh, buckle up, pal, because I'm going to tell you a story, and then we're going to figure out how we can help each other out. I'd be like, thank God. I was worried this day was going to be boring here at work. Yeah. <laughs> so there I was. Um, thank God. Okay. But like, cooking. I, cooking I think, is... What's up? Sorry. I, I was just saying... <clears throat> sorry to interrupt. I, I think one of the things about uh, the, the, the new way things are going, because like, uh, Aaron brought up the economy... And I think if there's parents out there, like, I'm not telling you that it's always the best idea that your kids move out when they're 18. You know, like for, for me personally, like things have changed, but the level of responsibility for your children as they get older should increase, right? right. Like there's, there has to come a point when you treat them more like a, a terrible roommate uh, than <laughs> the, the, the three-year-old, you know, that you loved so much. They're not that person anymore. 
No, that's 100 percent true. That the the economy right now, yeah, sure, you can still join the military at 17, 18. That's fine because we'll house you, we'll pay you, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, if if you don't, and I I don't personally, I don't think that going into debt by going to college is is the way to go. Um, nope, that's just me. Right? Oh, no. It's not a great financial decision. And and if you think that just because you have a bachelor's degree, all these people that are telling you that you're going to have a job, have you paid attention to anything on social media? All the people that are clamoring, how about the size of the student loan debt crisis that we've got going on? Um, don't, seems like, seems great, uh, you're, right? You're pushing so, me. You're pushing no, me to I'm, the I'm, right. And I'm not you're calling it a crisis. Me, it's not my crisis. The, you're pushing yeah, me to the right. It's peaches. not my crisis Listen, either. You know, this is not the platform for it. You're <laughs> pushing me to the right side of this thing. That's pushing me. Me and Chris me and Crystalia like, over here on the up. right side. You, you just, ooh, ooh, say something about the border. Say it one time. <laughs> but it's not like, you know, and, and me and my kids have had this. Hey, are 18? Are we out the house? No, obviously, I'm not going to boot you out the house right. at 18, but yeah, yeah, Trent, right. you nailed it. There's going to be increased responsibility because guess what? At uh, What are we at a, a percentage rate right now? Is it a 6.7 or 6.8? Maybe even 7 now? I'd love like, to know what you're talking about. In terms of housing. Yeah. Like oh, housing sevens. Rate. Yeah, six, yeah, six and a half to sevens. So we got a really good rate. We were under the national average, but it's still, I mean, they're right. up. And, and, and they're talking about easing again because the CPI and inflation came out hot. Yeah. And then rent is more expensive than a mortgage mm -hmm. now. So guess what? Get a roommate, get a couple of roommates. If, if that's yeah. what it, if you are going to move out, but it's just, well, we just made, so, you know, I am, I am in your camp as far as the parenting thing. And man, we're, I love how the, the, the way that I'm going to edit this one is I'm just going to put like, Hey, if you're actually going to selection, listen to this block. If you're a parent and you want to talk about raising kids, listen to this block. Cause we're covering a lot of, a lot of ground. And I like that anyway. So I just did this with both my kids and I agree with you on all of that. Like, I think it is important to get out of the house. I think it is important to go have that first crappy apartment with a couple roommates where you're scraping by on ramen and trying to figure mm -hmm. out how to work, live on a budget. And, you know, we're going to talk about what we think the basic menu for like, you know, call it the basic NPC teen. Like when you graduate high school as an 18 year old, you should be able to do a certain list of tasks. Like that's your basic human programming. We're going to talk about that, but man, I'm, I'm with you. I think there is value in, and maybe uh, maybe overspending a little bit, maybe calling home and be like, hey, uh, I don't have enough money to eat. Can I come over and have dinner? Like, yeah, come on, man. Like that's I think that stuff is important. But all that being said, I just made all of the opposite decisions with both of my kids uh, because it was the right thing to do. Uh, and like my, you know, my daughter, I don't want to put a whole lot out there, but I'm we talked for years about not going to a brick and mortar college and maybe going to a trade school and maybe finding some other skill where she can find like, you know, really outside the box stuff. I'm like, we don't have to do this. She found a way to, you know, for the debt thing for whatever. She was like, no, I want to do law. So she went into the pre-law program. She found a way to pay for essentially every penny of it all the way through uh, law school. And she knows the specific brain of law that she wants to do and has a good plan for it. So I was like, well, your plan makes sense. Uh, and it makes yeah. sense to stay at home and, she went and got her jobs and she works like two jobs and she just crushes it. But that's the right move is for her to stay at home. Now, 20 years ago, even if it was the right move, would it have happened? It didn't happen a whole lot because mm -hmm. we just bounced all of me and all of my brothers, even if it was a good idea to come home, they'd be like, it's not really the move, dog. And that wasn't our parents. That was just the time. That was just the yeah. culture. I just won't eat this week. It's fine. I'm not that's going it. back there. I, man, yeah. I, right before I got and in the Air Force, right before... 
I remember I was so broke, I could not afford, I could only afford one way worth of bus traffic or like bus um, fare. fare to get to my parents' house to eat dinner. And if I if I hadn't have scrounged that together, I wouldn't have eaten. And then I had to ask them for a bus fare to get back to my house in Akron. I was like 20. Like, yeah. like shit was wild. <laughs> but, but I, you know, it, it sounds like, oh, that's terrible. But that's actually a good learning experience. I mean, yeah. there was a time that I was hopping on Greyhound buses and, and going to places and for eight-hour trip that should have only taken, you know, three and hours. And a half hours. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did they have like There's... a booster seat for you or how does that work? <laughs> no, my legs were dangling. <laughs> <laughs> But I couldn't afford a car, couldn't afford the car, yeah. couldn't afford the yeah. gas, you know, and I was, I was in the air force at that point. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Well, well yeah. I, like... Because I wasn't smart with money because I, you know, not, not to throw my parents under the bus, but I just, I didn't know how to manage money. Dang it. Peaches senior. What did you do? <laughs> how dare you? But, but like, but to, to the point of like, even if you join the air force, like you're going to be someone's roommate in the beginning, like all these things like that, that whole, like going to college experience. Like there's a lot of parallels between that and then joining the military and you're not getting paid a lot in the beginning. And so if you, you can't be a good roommate, if you can't manage your finances, if you want to buy that Camaro, that's just outside the gate, which is the worst idea ever. Um, th th there's, there's a few things that you can do to make your life a little bit easier and, and things that you can make automatic. Just like we talk about like your, your physicality, right? Like what, what do you do? You wake up, you set your baseline and all these other things that makes, you know, at least be good at one thing. So that the rest of your day, uh, you have the energy to struggle through. Uh, if you have like these automatic tendencies, as far as just being an adult and having a roommate <laughs> and like maintaining your, your possessions and, and the stuff around you, it's going to make the rest of your life a whole lot easier. Is, is saying adulting, is that cringe now? Like, remember people were like, oh, I'm adulting. I got an just, adult today. They would just be like doing errands and shit. Now that we're talking about it, I hate it for even coming up with this thing. So Aaron Love Hate Club, shout out to you. I'm not going to call this episode Adulting 101 because that would make it sound <laughs> fucking stupid. So never mind. Yeah, I, I think a good bit of that has been lost to like the self-sufficiency because it all it all leads into just being that fully formed person. Like you can't be a good roommate if you were never taught to like clean up after yourself. We're never yeah. taught to like basic house maintenance. Like how old were you when I figured when you figured out how to change an air filter in your HVAC system and how that actually has an impact on everybody's health? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I wish somebody would have taught me that when I was like 15. Well, there's a whole list of that stuff that used to be like basic basic math like get a driver's license i'm shocked at how many people don't get driver's license yeah right when they're 16 they just don't need it they have a tight friend group or their parents will take them or or uber you know, yeah or uber if you realize how expensive uber actually is rather than paying i mean uh, sure the upfront cost for a right. car gas insurance but if you know how much like, insurance is on an 18 oh, year old dude, kid 18 dude. year old adult or you know male kid <sighs> bro i know so maybe Uber is cheaper. I don't know. But. It probably is. Oh my god! But if you're Ubering to your job and then Ubering back, man, you're you're working just to Uber. Just to Uber there, dude. Which the, is the wild. driver's license thing. I don't know if you guys remember this, but the the driver's license debates amongst the functional management of our career fields, yeah, raged for three years. Mm -hmm. Like it was one About of those things a where it's like. Hey, like, I think we got this figured out. Like we're, we're going to require driver's licenses, but like every six months it'd come back up. Like somebody would be like, well, I mean, is that, do we need 
driver's licenses and then like we would waste an amazing amount of time talking about whether or not driver's licenses are required for the career fields oh my goodness what what other argument has taken up more of your life that you absolutely hate i'll i'll start for me it's the eight ring parachute argument that we had in ga for (laughs) 10 straight years about going to the eight ring system that the guard loved and front mounted rucks and whatever i wasted so much of my adult life when i'm dying and i hope it's soon for reasons (laughs) i'll tell you uh I will I will regret wasting time talking about a parachute system that has eight rings versus six rings for equipment. And I'm going to stop now. Jeez. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a waste of time. I went TDY, Jared. They sent me TDY to go to a different unit to, to take up entire portions of my day to talk about that. That was tight. And I wasn't even a subject. I was just there. I didn't even have input. I was taking notes. It's in a notebook somewhere. I couldn't yeah. even tell you. There's been a lot of conversations where I've been like, why, why are we talking about this? Do the, uh, the all crows or JTAX discussions, Jared. Go. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Uh, don't you not just crows. Trent, we've talked the about old, this. The old Saltese dudes tried to do it, too. Mm. To be fair, and I was 100% against that because all the guys that wanted that didn't understand what they were asking for. Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I'll, I'll tell you right before. now, there's Boy. there's um another career field right now. That's... I knew it. I was gonna tee you up if <laughs> you didn't jump into it. I was gonna say it if you didn't. I could see it on your face. <laughs> there's another career field that that thinks that they want to do Get what up. what we do as well. Um, I'm not gonna call them out on this, but Get you're. you're <laughs> I'm putting you on notice. <laughs> You're on notice. You're yeah. on thin ice with me. Yeah. You don't even know, but now you know. And if you don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, <boy>. brother. Um... <laughs> the cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so pissed off. On top. On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. Nightmare. I'm living a nightmare. It doesn't matter, dude. When the best thing you're living in a nightmare, nobody (laughs) during that time had better interviews than Ric Flair. Ric Flair would show up in a feather boa with six chicks from North Carolina. He just got off a private jet, just sweaty and hammered. Oh, so all those guys. Randy Macho Man Savage, brother. Brother, man, he cut some promos. All right, so. If if we were let's make our own requirements here, right? Like I feel like we could build a candidate outside of all the physical training stuff. Like we're going to talk about you know the pipeline stuff, whatever. We talk about that all the time. Start with the hair. Start with the hair. Is that not what we go from the hair? From the hair down. It it does have to deal with grooming. It does have to deal with grooming. You don't want to be the stinky kid, man. Let's just let's just build a normal human. Uh, I'm going to start with it. Uh, I'm going to start personality. We're going to we're going to talk about all these other things that you need to know how to do. All I need you to be is not weird. Just don't be weird, okay? Just don't make it weird. You can have fun, eccentric hobbies. You can go do fun stuff. Just don't make it weird. That's all. Just be a normal human. What do you mean by that, Aaron? You know what? You know what I mean. Listen, it's one of those things. The Supreme Court famously said they can't define porn, but when you when you see it, you know what it is, right? Like that's no kidding. A Supreme Court decision, right? Yeah. And it's pretty true. You know what's well? Is this art or is it porn? You know, I don't I don't know what that line is, but when I see it, I can tell you, right? This is the same sort of thing. I've had friends like I had a friend that re- he had a favorite pair of boots. He literally like went to a cobbler and got them resold and wore like lederhosen and had a funny mustache. And we joked about him killing puppies and it was this whole thing. But he wasn't weird, right? Like he would talk to you and he would be a normal person. He wasn't a weird guy. And then I've had like 
dudes that sold crypto and said to a Valhalla brother and love to go to the range and shoot. You think that that fits the archetype and they were super weird and they weirded you out all the time and they were terrible to be around. So how would you, how it, would you describe it, Jared? Well, I mean, it, okay. So you, you know, it when you see it, right, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw out one punch dad. If you, okay. if you guys aren't following him, check him out. He I has a, yeah. he has a character called Crafton who is a supply clerk, right? And makes his own kombucha and uh, he's in his room. part of the wolf pack and all that kind of stuff, right? It, like, I love it's... how you know One Punch Dad lore so well. We have to put this out as its own reel, so we'll just mark this one down. But I love how well you know One Punch Dad lore. Be like, all right, here's Crafton. Because so here's he... his five favorite animes, and here's what Crafton would say if he was on a date, but he didn't get there. When people walk into Peach's office and he's laughing, now you know why. If he's yeah, staring yeah. at his phone giggling. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, who? It yeah, would behoove exactly. you, Sergeant Major. <laughs> it would behoove you, Crafton, to maybe get rid of what I assume to be an outdoor compost pile in your room. But that's so there you go. <laughs> He's got a compost pile in his room. That's weird, right? Just uh, act. I, 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 and I don't, I don't so mean, weird, yeah. act normal. That's not what I mean, but it's just yeah. like, hey, you don't and, have and to and be normal. You just don't know. You just can't be weird. If, yeah, in fact, we, we kind of don't want normal because if we wanted normal, we'd, we'd invite Lame. everybody into into said circles and that kind of stuff. Right. But, you know, um, it's like that meme where where's the kid in the background in the back <laughs> car seat. It's like they're just <laughs> act normal. <laughs> and it's, usually, it's, it's like Florida and the rest of the U.S. Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's that weird line. And I think that's, you know, way back at the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about people, you know, DMing me and, you know, things that grind our gears about the way that people interact. Sometimes it's just the person, like you're just being weird. You're just being a weirdo. And sometimes that's it. Yeah. So I would say from a baseline, listen, first things first, don't be weird, right? Like there's some interpersonal skills that you can work on of, of having a conversation, but just doing the basic stuff of, don't be weird. Know how to interact, you know, fellow humans. And just and be... you do that by putting yourself into social situations. You do. Yeah, and I don't you... mean like, hey, I'm going to insert myself into to some, you know, bad situation. It's just you, like. Well, and you don't need to go to Toastmasters. You don't need no. to stand in front of people and do public speaking either. You know what I mean? But if you can't order, uh, you know, other than online or Uber Eats, if you can't put together your sentences for an out loud order in person, that's where I draw. The, okay, we got to we got to do something. You got to go out there and interact with humanity at some point. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I had to go right. clean up some of my room real quick. All good. I'm so back. good. We hit. Yeah, good. Would you do make your bed finally? Piece of shit. No, my uh, compost. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give it a stir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we hit the baseline of the personality of just don't be weird, Trent. What are some things that you would want somebody to do as a human, life skill wise? before they got into basic training. So as they're getting ready to ship, just like their development program, we had a great episode with Aaron May that's out now. Uh, fantastic episode with the T3I folks and those, those guys and girls are awesome. If at the end of their development prep, they had a separate checklist for being an NPC baseline human, base model, what would they do? You know, when, when I joined, I didn't think I was like a very clean person. You know, per my own standards that I'd seen in my life. I was not like the top of the, the cleanliness order. I found out after I joined the Air Force that I was at least top third percentage wise. 
<laughs> of, of people that top 30 percent that that can keep their like i you know like i there's a difference between like a little bit of clutter right and then like people that are just disgusting right like if you have like the, about the, like the composting and all that all i could think about is uh so like when i was in the weather career field and they're notoriously known for being weirdos anyway um 100 yeah you guys super weird what did i call you guys the hoa of the spec ops community yeah, yeah, is yeah. that what i called you guys the other day turbo yeah, virgins it's it great <laughs> but like the number of folks like when we're at my first duty station that would i have like so many pizza boxes in their room that you couldn't open the door and like food like i never had the urge to leave food crap all over my room you know like that's disgusting and so just like a, a baseline of cleanliness uh, not only for you but for like the next person that's going to be in that room or your roommate and all these other things uh you know you're, all you're doing is bringing in bugs and rats and killing everything and um to me that that, that was a big thing and, and kind of eye-opening it wasn't everybody right most people have a certain level of cleanliness but like when you meet that one person you're just like where where did you come from like you were literally right. literally raised by like the internet or video games because you or have no works. idea how any of this stuff works right and let, let me let me just put a fine point on this one this is wise because in the military, we share everything. The jokes aren't jokes. You're going to live in the same dorm room as, I don't know, a hundred other people have lived in the dorm before you. How old is that building? Like mm -hmm. you're inheriting other people's stuff. You will get things issued to you that you wear on your skin, like helmets and vests and clothing and a million pieces of gear that someone else used and then cleaned and turned in and you're wearing. So if you're not really that clean and you just turn stuff in, like karma is going to find a way to, to come around and give you the thing, but you're constantly using everybody else's stuff. If you're not a clean person, even at a baseline, you need to be like Trent was saying, you need to be really be top third of humanity clean because we're all using each other's stuff all the time in the military. Yes, rant, rant absolutely. And that's why you mark your water bottle and you cut the grass <clears throat> and you stay off yeah. the Sergeant Major's walkway. And you paint the, the dead grass green. Paint it green. Make it look nice. <laughs> There's a general all... coming. There was one, like the, but the leather straps and the uh, the helmets, right? You're like your forehead strap at Airborne mm -hmm. that you had to buy a new one of. Every that time. Was, that was good, yeah. But yeah. like the helmet was disgusting. Uh, man, going yes. back to Fort Benning for that jump master class, I, uh, I really, really excelled. Uh, I really, really took on that opportunity to excel and be part of our <laughs> glorious history. I, w I would want them to have a driver's license. Okay. So, you know, the, the basic stuff for me is driver's license at a minimum at like 16. I would like you to learn how to drive stick so that you, because we actually do have, how many times have you guys ever gone, you know, went and deployed and had a, an automatic transmission? Never. Every country that you ever go to, like, it's hilarious to watch the teams over the years. Like, <laughs> At first, everybody could drive the car, and then like ten years go by, and like you start looking around, like half the people could drive. At the end, this last deployment that I went on, there was a stick, and it was hilarious. Like there was a bunch of people going like this. <laughs> it's uh, it's got all the car parts. What's the extra? What's There's the a, thing? Seems to be an extra pedal. Why is there a pedal? <laughs> right. Um, I'd like you to be able to do that just for knowledge. Like you don't have to be good at it. You don't have to have the car, but I'd like you to have that knowledge but along with but driving. But that's legit though. I remember being, this was early days in Afghanistan and, and we got in a fight and we were in, uh, Hiluxes and Defenders, Land Rover Defenders, stick. and they were all stick. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the, the, the younger 18 series dude that was driving, 
um, he had just learned how to drive stick like to the fob, you know, and he was <laughs> flat. Which, let's hey, right. Hey, yeah. Like, Hey, maybe we don't put heavy. him as, maybe right. we don't put him as the driver, you know? Um, oh, but yeah, we get in a troops in contact situation and he kept stalling. We're trying to get out of there and we ended up swapping. We ended up hot swapping to, cause so what I can get nightmare. in there and drive. What like, it nightmare. was like, what the fuck, dude? That is, and I'll tell you what, like, the, again, there, there's no way to possibly, the three of us, we just laugh at that story. Again, if you told anybody else that was not kind of indoctrinated to what it is that we've done for a while, they'd be like, hold on, you, you were getting shot at? And you guys were just, I can picture you guys just like clowning the guy. Just well, drive, no, like, no, yeah. you got to ease it, ease into it. Like you're trying to coach him while you're getting shot. You're burning at. up the clutch. You're burning up the, oh my God, you suck at this. You're not helping. Just you smell, fucking drive. You smell that? That's the clutch. Oh my Disappearing. God. There's the, first there's the yelling, right? Everybody gets super upset. Then someone starts laughing and it's like, you can't control it anymore. First there's the yeah. yelling, then there's the laughing, then there's the tears. Yeah. I want to be clear me. too. We, we hot swapped seats as if we didn't even have to leave the vehicle because we were so the small. The only person that he was thought a about guy that too. was you. Oh, nice. Did you just drag just... him up over the top? Was it just into the back seat? That's my favorite one. If the guy's small enough and you guys you can actually access him, yeah, you just hey. rip him out of the seat and then the, the front guy slides over. It's pretty There's funny. only one guy I know that could do that, and that's Mark Bedell, who could actually lift somebody up. Yeah. You I, get out of here. Bunch of Tommy Case can do that. That's like a, a for all the people out there that are like, oh, well, like I'm ready for when the the you know shit hits the fan and all these other things. Like if you can't drive a stick, like you're you're telling me that that's not a, an essential life skill to to just make it through certain situations. Like you're like, oh, I'm a super prepared person. I go to the range. I do all these other things. Like I, you know, collect rainwater. Can't drive a stick. Like <laughs> can't drive a stick, bro. You're a, you're a loot drop, my guy. Well, one of the other the other things, and this is this is actually going to go right back to the the kind of don't be weird thing that you brought up, Aaron. Is date people. You have got to date people. Um, well, sorry, and, I met this girl. <laughs> she's the first person I've ever met to talk to me, and I love but, her. I'm gonna get married. And and, and her real gotta, name is Stephanie. Yeah, she's got to be the one. She's got to be the one. She told me her real name. So, and, and the reason why I'm bringing that one up specifically, joke. and I, I really yeah. am trying to find the the report, but there was a study, especially with all the the issues that were going on at Fort Hood, um, the new, I don't know what the army calls the, it's not a battalion commander, but whatever that base commander would be, he ended up calling. That's why I said for the army. I can't remember what it is. I don't, it but, wouldn't be a core. It depends on the size of the base, but Cavazos is huge. Hood, huge. Brigade. Yeah. So yeah, it might be not, the brigade commander. No, it's, it's a echelon higher than that. Like it might be core? a core. Yeah. Core division. A core division commander. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It would have to be something big like that because that base is absolutely. <laughs> guys try to speak army. This yes. Oh my God. We couldn't podcast. even do, we couldn't even do air force. <laughs> we would get to wing and we would just be like, oh, uh, and it's just because Jared works there. Okay. Like the only reason is because I've been counseled by a wing commander before is the only reason i didn't even know it goes that high after that it's a mismatch of letters and numbers that i don't fully grasp aaron's like why do we have a wing why wouldn't we just go straight to the magcom like why, why do we, we have a group and the magcom like yeah. trust me i yeah. go straight to the magcom all the time they fucking hate it oh, but the kernels I do it are barely very insulting it's also frowned upon and it never helped my career once but you can go directly to them that's what open door policy can. means yeah no chain of command that's actually just a suggestion it's not codified anywhere <laughs> So dating people, 
right? There is a a study that the, the that commander did after all the all the issues they were having, right? Because that place was having some serious issues, right. and he found that little rapey, yeah, little, little murder, little rapey, too. little little, little sexual assault, little murdery, yeah, little murdery, a little um, smattering. And what they were finding out is that. It was something like 65%. Most, the majority of people had not ever been on a date, had never had a girlfriend or a boyfriend. They had never kissed anybody. And their first interaction with the, somebody of the opposite sex in a dating relationship kind of way was while they were at Fort Hood the, as their first wow. assignment. That's gross. It, so, so things – so as people would interpret it, things like maybe awkward situations or, or you know, like, oh, well, he, he reached out and kissed me kind of thing. Or, you know, they, they thought that it was assault and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Now, some of, I'm not discounted. Like, obviously, there was actual things going on and you can definitely read about it. But it was people instead of where a lot of people find out during their teenage years, like, okay, holding hands or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. They were having that as adults as their first time having that kind of interaction. And it was, it was not working out well for, for that community. And I think that that's a, probably a generational thing. I could, I could be wrong though. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you mean because we hypersexualize everything and at the same time atomize and separate people to where they don't actually figure out these boundaries together as like young kids, like, man, when you're 15, 16, 17 in high school, like figure, you know, having a girl be like, no, that's not cool. Uh, you know, going up and trying to approach somebody of the opposite sex and trying to like riz them up as the kids would say today, you know, that's, that has its own things. Like that helps you learn and it helps with anxiety issues and it helps you learn boundaries for the opposite sex. Now it's like we separate kids, but they see this hyper sexualized, hyper, not realistic at all expectation of what adult relationships are supposed to be via the internet and via all the crap that they're seeing. So they immediately just think, Oh, okay, cool. We go from zero to a hundred real quick and don't have any of the skills, like none of the interpersonal skills to get there. Like they should be like courting. They should be dating somebody and like trying to go slow and like figure out who this person is. Cause well, especially never when had... you're in high school, because then yeah. there's a safety net, right? Your parents are the safety net, right? Right. You have a built-in like, hey, I did this thing. I need to talk to somebody about it. Like when you're an adult, you're just really could be on your own. That's rowdy. You know, when you said it was the army, I wasn't surprised. (laughs) Army just catching strays. No reason. Didn't even do anything today. Um, Let's let's talk about self-motivated fitness. This is the. I mean, this is a home run. I mean, dude, it. You know, what, what are we going to complain about today? You know, is it the weather? Is it a family member? Is it my own motivation? Like, shut up, go to the gym. Never, never take more. It doesn't have to be perfect all the time. We've, we've covered this so much. I don't want to, I don't want to get into it, but it doesn't have to be perfect all the time. Just don't ever go more than three days. Don't ever go more than three days without a workout. Do something every single day. Never go more than three days. Take two days off in a row. Okay, tight. That's enough. Go do something, work out, get a couple days in a row. If you can eat good and do some working out, that'll be great, but it has to be on you. Nobody can poke you to do it, prod you to do it, whatever. This just has to be built into your battle rhythm. By the time you're an 18-year-old and you're a basic human, this is a basic thing. You need to be able to take care of yourself in the fitness realm, and that it has to be self-motivated, and that's it. Yeah, it doesn't mean you need to be a gym rat or anything like that. No, you don't need to be jacked. But you can't you, have you it. Gotta, listen, you got to do something active. And no dad bods. 
Listen, dad bods aren't sexy on dads. It's even less sexy on a 19-year-old. So figure it out, Chubster. Let's get a little bit of that baby fat off of there. Dad bods are not sexy regardless of what influencer is telling you. They're just not. First of all, hurtful. Second of all, <laughs> um, if I don't know like what to do to work out, though, and I am interested, is there anywhere that I can go that you would recommend to get uh, some workout programming and some some you know nice mentorship? You know, there's only one name that comes to mind, and it's it's Coach Edgerton over at 18 Alpha Fitness. If you go to 18alphafitness.com, you can check out all of his stuff. He's got general physical preparedness programs. If you just want to shed a little weight, he's got an old guy program. He's got kettlebells for BJJ. He's got selection workouts. He was actually a strength and conditioning coach in the pipeline, uh, in the Air Force pipeline. It was really successful after his year as an 18 Alpha, right? So that's 18 Alpha Fitness. He was an Army Green Beret type dude, but he started his program. He has individualized coaching via the app. It works great. I've done the programs myself. They really work. They'll get you ready to go no matter what you want to do. So Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or if you just want to be a more deadly human. I had an old uh, old friend of mine uh, hit me up and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing BJJ, but I'm an old guy. What can, uh, you know, what can I do to help uh, myself out? And I told him, hey, go to this program. He loved it. Went through Kevin's whole program and, and got it. So go to 18alphafitness.com. Use the code one, the number one ready, all one word at checkout, and you'll get a sweet discount. Jared, what are you drinking? Yeah, what if I get thirsty while I'm working out? What are you drinking, Jared? Drinking oh, look hoist. at that. Did you guys see this? This is the new one, too. Drinkhoist.com. That, yeah. The blaze orange. Dude. Yo, the, the orange my is son fire. Picked, yeah, my son picked this up because, you know, I leave the case, and, and there's actually only three left right now Nice, because they, they raid my stash. But, uh, <laughs> dude, this new flavor, and then the black cherry, by black far cherries. my favorite. The black cherry is my new favorite. I saw the blaze orange packaging when I opened mine up. Mine did not last at all. That stuff goes. Right uh, but I opened the blaze orange and I was like, oh, it's a, it's a uh, collab with Realtree. So it's got the camo yep. on it. It looks good. So go to, go to hoist, go to drinkhoist.com. Use our code once ready at checkout. Get yourself the blaze orange or the new black cherry. I'm still a fan of the packets. My favorite yeah. is the fruit punch and the packets. Packets are elite. Go get those. Use codes, code ones ready at checkout over at drinkhoist.com and check out our other teammates. Demi Bagby Sheet, big fan of the podcast. She shouted us out a bunch of times. Don't go look for it. It's just hard to find and uh, look <laughs> up to verify what I just said. But she's a, a Drink Hoist athlete as well. Uh, so no big deal. Yeah. Well, what, there it is. What about finances? Man. <sighs> man. And I, I, don't, I don't mean like, hey, I'm investing here. I'm doing this. I'm preparing for retirement. Well, here's we're, where we're I disagree with you. Simple budgeting just simple budgeting i think simple budgeting yes but actually the biggest the thing that i regret that i've i've definitely been pushing on you know on both of my kids and you know other young folks man you should be investing you should be thinking about your time you i i told you know my daughter i don't know how long ago a couple months ago like hey you got a job now put put a hundred bucks away every two weeks hundred bucks away every paycheck 200 a month just put it in. I'll, I'll give you a couple funds, a couple ETFs to throw it at, and uh, we'll get you a 401k when you get enough money in there. And we'll just start, you know, putting money in it. You'll never miss the money. And mm. by the time you're 60, you'll be a millionaire. 50, you'll be a millionaire, you know, more times over, depending on how it is things go. Um, I think you should have a grasp on, yes, basic, how do I do a budget? We always, <clears throat> we would say what? Oh, you need to balance a checkbook. Because that was a hard thing to do. Like it wasn't electronic. You don't need to balance shit. I can literally look on my phone at the store. I go, oh, I need to transfer a dollar forty-five. Transfer a dollar forty-five. Swipe and it's done. And it completely comes out in the wash. 
Wasn't like that before. I digress. You should know how to budget. You should know how to stick to a budget and how to actually manage your finances. And then you should go one, probably one more layer deep. Like you should understand interest and loans and loan terms and how to buy a house and how taxes actually work. And then how to do some investments. Like that's probably the base. You don't need to know a ton about that stuff, but you need to know enough about it. Right. And to be clear, I do think you need to invest. I'm just saying at a basic level, <laughs> Got at, a, at, Got a, at a basic, basic level, just learn how to budget. Don't overspend. You, you know, you got, you got a thousand dollars, you got these bills and then you have play money or whatever, you know, whatever goes into your budget and, and, you know, it should be zero at the end or it shouldn't be, or at least it shouldn't be in the negatives. How about that? Right. Yeah. And if you want to invest, just go follow and do whatever Nancy Pelosi does. She's already made 10 times her salary this year for betting on yeah. NVIDIA with her insider trading, allegedly. So just follow. Big, big whales, Nancy right? Quiver, yeah, unusual whales and quiver unusual. quantitative. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Pelosi tracker. That's, a, that's actually pretty much all you need for finance. As long as your spouse doesn't get hit in the head with a hammer by an alleged lover. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> well, and I, I think... Where we've seen this go wrong sometimes is is during the pipeline, you'll see you have like a, a safety net, right? Like your meals are provided and all this other stuff. And like our community is not really a, like, a, we're not going to ease you in after the pipeline. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of go from like this, like very controlled pipeline environment. When you get on team, like we don't have time to teach you about finances, cleanliness, you know, how to do your laundry, any of this stuff. Like you have two years to figure this stuff out ish, you know, like depending on your pipeline and all these other things. And understand that as soon as you get on team, if you don't have a car, you don't know how to get an apartment, you don't know how to do any of these other things, you can't manage your finances while you're, you know, away out of country or out of state constantly, um, and you don't know how to pay off your government travel card and all these other things, it's going to bite you in the butt real fast. And so, like, you have some time to practice. Having that down before you even join is going to be huge. Um, but these are the things that can really jack up your career, like whether you invest or not, but like just maintaining that, that balance and, uh, and understanding how it all works. Um, it, it's no one wants to see you get kicked out of the career field because you can't manage your money, but that's a very real thing, you know, on top of like your security clearance and all these other things that it affects. So this isn't just like a, a, a good advice for no reason, especially for our folks. This is a, a you have to do this. Otherwise you're going to be gone. Be gone. Gone. Be gone. Get now. Get y'all now. Get. Um, I, I'll hit this one because it's sort of I, I alluded to it earlier, but you know how to how to write an email. I, I would say how to write an email, how to communicate with somebody. We communicate across all different social platforms, right? Like Tinder isn't the same as say LinkedIn. You'd communicate differently on those two platforms, correct? Am I yeah, correct? I'd Maybe so. I'd I say know. we do, right? So we understand that there's times and places for different forms of communication, and you, you know. Typing in text speak on an email might be an incorrect way to use the platform. So let's say that. So just understand how to communicate, understand like a basic for, you know, basic respect baseline for how it is you talk to people. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Here's the reason that I'm talking to you. You know, I'd love to uh, call back. There's a million free resources, by the way, on how to write an effective email, how to communicate effectively, whatever. Um, but I, I would, I would do that stuff. Uh, I would put a little bit of effort into actually knowing how to write an email, communicate effectively, no matter what platform you're using phone. Nobody calls each other anymore. I make the joke all the time. Like, unless you're on fire, you can text me. 
because uh, I don't need to talk to you uh, via voice. Like people, like there's nothing more fun than cold calling Aaron. And oh he's my like, fucking god! Why are you dude, I hate it. So, I hate it and so. I'm like, I just want to chit chat. What's wrong? I so What's wrong? I will What's going on? I, dude, I it keys me a hundred percent. Like if you want to make me super anxious, just text me. And be like, hey man, can we talk? Oh, like, yeah, I my friend Josh does that. He's like, hey man, can we talk? And I'll tell, I'll call him and be like, hey, what's up, bud? And he's like, oh, nothing, man. I was just gonna go grab some tacos, and I was in the car, and I didn't want to text a lot. I was like, Josh, my heart rate's 195 beats a minute right now. I was like, is anybody hurt or dead, or do we have a problem interpersonally? That did I screw something up? Like, no. Okay, well then, don't fucking call me, and definitely don't text me and say, can we talk, you asshole? But that's a that's a common thing now, though. Is, it is, is I've common, noticed yeah, that is a lot common. of people a lot of people do that, and it's like. Uh, that's why if I do text like that, I will try and go like, Hey man, here, here's the subject or here's a nothing, right. nothing urgent. Like I'm just seeing, cause I don't want to, and I get why people do it. Cause they don't want to interrupt whatever you right. have going on. Right. But you can't just go, Hey, we need to talk. Right. Like you got, you got to say something. You got to follow it up with something. The yeah. cold call is funny though. It's because if, if you get a, I hate, I'm, I hate that I'm you guys about... both know that I hate it. And I hate that you both do it just because I don't like it. Fucking What's dang. going on guys. Everything. Okay. Everything. No, everything like, everything's great. Aaron's always trying to like end the call and I'm always trying to extend the call. Like, no, yeah. like, and also this. Yeah. he's like, anyway, so anyway, hey, bud, okay. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, gotta... I'm doing stuff. Okay, Trent. Man, I really got to go. Uh, hey, <laughs> Trent, what do you, Aaron, Aaron, wait, wait, Aaron, wait, Aaron, Aaron, wait. <laughs> do you think robots do you think do you think robots are listening to this phone call? Trent, get off the phone. Yeah. Was that a solar flare? Was that a solar or no, was it a cyber, cyber attack? attack? It was a cyber attack. Come on. What did we chuck? Oh, it was a solar flare. Uh a dude <laughs> ate a bat and that led to COVID. Same people. Same people brought you those two messages. Okay. Solar flare, bat people. All right. Bat Web. people. Bat Wouldn't people. that be the Batman? Oh, Batman? No, it would. Uh, a Batman. turtle kissed a pangolin and COVID <laughs> happened. Shut up, motherfucker. It happened in a lab. It, you're, oh, the wet, the wet lab next to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That one. The Wuha. Wuha. I, you do have Wuhan me on wet check. market. I got right. that hood rat shit that'll make you break your neck. Wuha. <laughs> So I think what what else would we want for, for somebody that's coming in? So now like, and really I think about how are they just going to, how can they just focus on the job if they don't have to worry about, you know, devoting time to finances or, you know, getting yelled at for dorm inspections or cleanliness or grooming or, you know, any of these other things. If I, if I don't have to, you know, talk about the way that my troops said sup to the commander in the hallway, as opposed to, you know, Hey, good morning. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Like in the beginning, if you don't know what's, what's going on, whether it's your emails or your personal interactions, like being overly respectful, while it might be a little awkward and weird for, for everybody uh, until you, you establish some baselines with, with everybody, um, overly respectful rarely goes wrong. If ever, I don't think I've ever seen it. I just, I'm trying to cover my bases. Um, no, you're totally right. No, you're you start, start here. Yeah. Uber, uber respectful, mm -hmm. every, everything. And then tailor it back as you need to. Cause if somebody's like, whoa, 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 dude, what's, what's those, up? And like, everything yeah. okay? Those are the dudes that have always impressed me. And it's and like, it's obvious how simple of a person I am to be impressed in the story or whatever. But I've given a bunch of the initial fitness tests, right? Like for whatever reason, like JBLM, I, I, I probably gave like 15 of these things. I always loved being able to look at one of these candidates, whether it was a cross training or not and go, Hey, Thanks for being, thanks for the super respectful, but it's cool. 
Like we're not at work. You can call me, just call me Aaron or, or whatever. Like you don't have to stand it. This one kid kept going to parade rest. He was like, Oh, who ya senior. And I was like, Hey man, like we're, we're good. This is, I just need you to run the PT test. Like I appreciate it, but yeah, starting more formal always makes you look better than starting too loose. You can, you can always lighten up. Right. But you can yep. never be, like be more formal. And that, that goes back to that first impression thing. What would you want your first impression to be? This, this guy was too squared away. This guy was too polite. This guy was too, like the worst you'll get is like, oh, this guy was robotic or you'll get somebody that's insecure and be like, oh, they're doing that for a reason. And then they'll say some dumb reason. Right. But if that's the worst that they say, like as a guy that gets a bad first impression, let me tell you, <laughs> I would take that, you know, I got a, I got a six month timeline. Right. So you meet me and you hate me, by the way, well-founded. I hate me too. Nobody hates me more on this podcast or on this earth than me, but you hate me for a while. And then like. You work with me for a little bit, about six months. Usually is when you go, oh, man, you're not the raging dickhead that I thought you were. You actually do mean well. It's a okay. tough six months, though. Most people oh, quit. Nobody makes it. I got a higher attrition rate than A&S <laughs> when we don't fudge the numbers, when we use real numbers, the real attrition rate. I got a higher attrition rate than that. <clears throat> you guys made it. Yeah. Congratulations. You guys you rarefied did it to You played yourself. You played yourself. Another one. Should have never signed <laughs> that paperwork for this podcast. Well, you you see that in like the martial arts world, right? Like, what it, it's not that you think that you're less than anybody else, but like that learning mindset, that white belt mindset, whatever you want to call it, like that's that's what that is. And it's it's not you're not groveling at people's feet; you're being respectful. And there's probably something that you can learn from everybody. There, there's a reason you're talking to them. Um, you know, like uh, so, like that's the mindset that is going to make you successful. Not like, you know, I'm bros with everybody. And like, I know right. things and all this other stuff. <laughs> like you come across that way in the beginning, even if that's not your intention, right? Like that's not setting you up for success. It's, yeah. Especially if you're an officer, I don't know how many times I've said that, you know, I've, I've looked at an officer and been like, yeah, he's, he's way too much bro and not enough crow. Yeah. You know, no. that, that is a common statement that we'll see, you know, way too much bro and not enough stow. No, start your uh, senses with, well, when I was at the Academy, those always go well. Yeah, make sure to knock that, knock that ring be, on the table and get that. That's got to uh, be tough attention. for those dudes, though, man, because I think a lot of those officers get sold a bad. Uh, they get sold bad a bill poop of, a bill, in terms of, a, a bill of goods, if you will. Yeah, where it's like, oh yeah, you're gonna be kick, you're gonna be doing X, Y, Z, you're gonna be on the team, and it's like, hey man, as an officer, you have a very limited amount on the team, and I tell you what, if somebody. Even if you're you, you think or you perceive that you're midway through your team time, and then somebody PCSs and there's nobody inbound, guess what? You're fleeting up into that leadership position, like, yep. and your team time is is now over. Or maybe you'll go back to a team, maybe. But man, I don't that's know where not... this perception is coming from. We've all been so clear on it for so long. <laughs> well, I mean, I because I think yeah. that they, I think they get sold a bad sell a good. Bad bill of goods. I really do. You know, if we just got rid of people coming in straight into the military as officers and like had a, a single structure line that makes more sense, like read super troopers and all that other stuff. Um, the Dude, the Norwegians do it. You get in, you're enlisted, and then you go after SART. You get to decide. I think it's like E6. You decide what you want to do. You either go officer track or you stay enlisted track. Not, yeah, not or warrant officer track. I think the, yeah. the Marines have that track for the enlisted folks, but they also bring in officers straight off the street. But like, why? They do. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, when you call someone a non-commissioned officer, all you're saying is they have a degree in their job. They actually yeah. know the job. So, right. well, the know, funny I, part about us, most of the NCOs 
now have degrees and are as educated. Right. Yeah. yeah but How weird is that? What's the education that matters? You know, like I'm not saying that college degrees are, are wholly worthless, but do we right. want people that are good at their professional arms or do, do we want good people that are good at other things? Like there's, there's, there's goodness in being well-rounded, but like, what's the main focus of the military? And I think something that that gets lost a little bit with all this focus on, you know, college education and all this other stuff. Especially, man, E8, E9, I rant on it all the time. E8 and E9 are not junior officers. They don't need to go to two years of school. They don't need to go to, you know, X amount of this stuff to get these, you know, a degree should not be required for E8, E9. That's why they're enlisted. Like, I, I, I think that it's really easy to cross that line and go, okay, cool. Well, now you're going to go to this school and this school and this college and this, you know, whatever. Like, man, we, we sort of blurred the lines a little bit there. I did want to touch on the, the hierarchy thing, though. And we, we started talking about it or we, or we talked about it in the context of we gave, you know, the beds and the rooms at 68 degrees, which is perfect for sleeping and all these things. Like there was a big hullabaloo, you know, over that and then stuff that it, it kind of led to there. You know, people said that it led to entitlement or people said that it led to, you know, maybe not the best, uh, the best culture, you know, that sort of stuff, like the, the build-in of a hierarchy is actually important, right? It may not be important in all of life, but especially at the younger ages, I don't know how many like E3s or E4s that I've looked, and I've done it myself as a, as a young person and probably older than I should have, but you say something in a room and then somebody pulls you aside and go, hey man, that's, uh, that's not the time or the place for that. Like you need to be able to turn it on and turn it off. Like you can't be broing it up with your friend. And you see it all the time with young dudes that just, bro it up when they should not be bro like grab assing in front of you know two stars and stuff or just do stupid stuff out in public you're like what are you doing like you need to be professional right now you read the room bob like figure it out well if you treat everybody like a peer all the time and there's no hierarchy and there is no there should be a little pucker factor especially at the beginning of your career if a superior walks into the room there should be a little bit like, oh shit, is my is my shirt on straight? Is my area clean? Am I standing up straight? Am I going to get this greeting correct? There should be parts of that because that hierarchy breeds structure. You're in the military, you're in spot special operations because you want some sort of structure. Um, but if you if you bro it up too early and you don't understand when to turn that switch on and switch off, it actually degrades the entire morale of the unit. Like everything becomes just unbearable. It's just well, stupid. Yeah. And it's a level of professionalism when we, uh, you know, we experience this over in Milton Hall when you're traveling to all these different countries and you mm -hmm. have a, you know, you're having a disagreement with somebody at the airport, like one of the airport staff, because you happen to be flying with lithium batteries or a weapon or something like that or into from 40, one foreign country into another automatic weapons. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they're like, Hey, uh, there's an issue with this. And you're like this, you can't go, you know, this is America. I've got second, you know, two A uh, rights that, that doesn't exist over there. Right. So maybe bad. having a little bit of professionalism and, and decorum and being able to, de-escalate the situation and go like oh realize where i'm at what's going on right now their perception yeah. and let me de-escalate this and figure out what the hell's going on because before i create an international incident because that happens oh that happens that happens quite frequently Definitely maybe, maybe you get into a road rage incident in your gov and you're never allowed to drive a gov ever again <laughs> hmm well, I, I, and I think that 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 social pressure or the pressure of being in the military and, and especially once you get the funny hat is a, is a positive thing. I mean, I, I know it kept me out of trouble many, many times because it's like, hey, like if I'm on orders or if I'm moving around or if I'm driving to work, right, like the, the expectations for me are different 
than anybody else. You know, like I can't just hop out of my car in my uniform and, and, and beat someone because they cut me off. Right. Like I could, but like, it's, it's not great. Cause I, I'm not just representing have to have a me. whole talk about it. And then, yeah. Well, and I don't want to embarrass my, my, my unit. I don't want to embarrass my career field. I don't want to, you know, the air force, I'm a little less care about, but, um, but the, the, there's, there's expectations for the way that we're supposed to be. And we are supposed to be professionals, right? Like we're, you know, we used to be quiet professionals and now we're podcast professionals or whatever it is that we are. But like, the, we, I, I thought we used that pressure to be was a positive thing for me. Yeah. yeah. We used to be silent professionals. Being quiet professionals is fine. We don't need to be nope. silent. I stole that from Chief Cock. Nobody knew <laughs> anything about us. And so that, right. that didn't really work out. That, did, that it, did really well for us. Yeah. How'd that do? Great. Mm. Don't look mm. at the numbers. The numbers. <clears throat> the numbers. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good place to end it. Um, yeah. Leave us a leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing, kind of what you want to see. Shoot us a DM suggestions. If there if there's something that we're not hitting topic wise that you want us to hit, let us know. Uh, believe me, we have a long list of things that we can continue to talk about, so we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> like like wow, a long you, long list. I love how you said that is a threat. I love. <laughs> I love how you're like, listen, we got a long list of stuff that we can talk about and we're, we're happy to do that. Unless maybe you want to send us a DM. Maybe you want to tell us what you want to hear. No, I, I, you know, that this is, I mean, I this was you. not, I dare you to give us suggestions. Oh, yeah. my god. oh my God. You think, you know, what we should be talking about. Okay. Tell me 18 year old. What do you oh, yeah. think I should oh. be talking about with all of your life experience? You can't even do your own laundry. Oh, let me turn shit. the mic over to you, you piece of shit. You can't even drive a stick shift. Sorry. I was going to say, how about attention? that stick shift? Yeah, how about you? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, notice this man couldn't drive a stick shift. Comment? <laughs> Care to comment? Is... Care to comment? First of all, I'm very small. Uh, are we going to call this episode 300? Are we going to turn this and call it 300? Oh, snap. Is this 300? This... What, so, we God could. damn it. I oh, am going right. to fucking screenshot the text message where I said this weeks ago where I was like, hey, you know what we ought to do? We had to get Something together and record episode three hundred, and we didn't we didn't mention it here until the end. No, well, welcome but, to but episode. Okay. Welcome, welcome to, to episode, episode three hundred, baby. Thanks That's for right, sticking baby. around. That's right, baby. Three hundred. I didn't think we were going to get past episode ten, but here we are. Three hundred. That's weird. So weird. It's not weird. I want a thousand. Next milestone is five hundred. I don't know why three hundred is. It's just we we looked at it, but we're putting out a good amount of good amount of content. We got episodes in the bank. We'll quick turn this one and get it out. We'll call it episode three hundred. Yeah, because I think Wes Bryant that we just put out was two ninety nine, or maybe no, I believe that made um, Diesel two ninety. Yeah. So we put out Wes Bryant, which is two ninety eight, and then Diesel is two ninety nine, which makes it perfect. Which makes today twenty first. Uh, I would be the uh, carry the uh, two nine thirty. I don't know. Good. That means we can keep teasing the Aaron May episode because that episode, Aaron May is just a fantastic human. He is a fan. He's he's one of those dudes that's so just he's so good at his life that it makes you feel bad about your life. He doesn't make you feel bad. You feel bad. You're like, oh my god, look what a good human yeah. can be. Yeah, yeah. I cried in my pillow for a long time after that. Look one. at what I could yeah. have been. Yeah. So <laughs> that means Sad today face. is March second because that's when this episode will release. Episode. 300 on march 2nd there you go all right done behind oh, the man, curtain. now we really got to turn it <laughs> yeah well now i mean we got a whole week yeah we got, we got tons of time. Of, Trent, what did what did you learn in 300 uh 300 episodes what are you, what are you excited about you're retired now you piece of shit so i'm retired and so are you we were master sergeants when we started wow can't believe you put that out there about me yeah uh i don't don't remember being okay with that 
Yep. No, and then you, we both made senior and you had to make senior a little bit before I did. And then you had to retire a little bit before I did. Just a little so. bit before you did. Just a little bit better. The, you, don't, the you know what life. though? You don't know how much better I am than you. You've just seen me do a little bit better. You don't know if I'm <laughs> way better and I'm just stringing you along. You don't know. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know me what's going on right now. <laughs> oh. just, what have you learned in 300? What, what, uh, is there anything profound you want to say? I don't have anything. I don't have anything for sound. Well, I've learned a lot. Are you kidding me? Just in the way of technology, lighting, cameras, uh, editing, all that kind of stuff. Learned a lot. Um, I would actually be willing to bet if you went back at the beginning. Don't go uh, back in kids. 2019 and kind of, you know, took some of the things that we said. I wonder how much has changed since then. If oh, we, a yeah. lot of it stayed the same for sure. A lot of it stayed yeah. the same. But I, I bet there are other things that we have changed our viewpoint on, or at least changed the way that we've articulated it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, we always joke about just going back and, and finding the old episodes and then redoing them because we probably have a completely different episode on our hands. I, I bet we do. So, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've learned we were supposed to have a team for this this whole time. Do you guys, are you guys aware that other <laughs> are podcasts that use other people to do all their stuff? Where's I've been told that system? by a couple of officers. <laughs> yeah. I have been told I was made aware of this by some officers that uh, apparently there are people that do editing. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? And content production. <laughs> I didn't know. Websites. <laughs> everything. They got people for everything. They got, yeah. They got website people. They got merch people. They got sound people. They got video people. We're just talking. We just are all those people. I got a guy for that. I got a guy for that. I got a guy yeah. for it. No, all right, everybody. Right. Onesready.com. Get yourself some merch. And uh, buy some Metacolite stuff. Check out drinkhoys.com. Check out 18 Alpha Fitness. Uh, and we've got promo codes for all of those. All right, yeah. we're out here. Light up. Light up. Bye. Bye.